Also, I would like to just say I've gobbled down my lunch, and now it's time to get fed in a different way, and that is through the Word of God. Um, I want to just draw your attention to a passage. You can read it on your own, John chapter 11. I'm not going to read the whole chapter or any bit of it. I want you to read it on your own. It's about the, the resurrection uh, from the dead of Lazarus. And what I want to just talk to you t- briefly about is around the idea of trusting God in every situation. Mm-hmm. Trusting God in every situation. Um, my question today to you just real quickly is, do we trust God when our world has turned upside down? Do we trust God when we're at our lowest points? Do we trust God when there's no light at the end of the tunnel? What I've discovered in my short period of life is that it is not always easy to trust God. How do you trust God when the bills are due and the money is funny? How do we trust God when the sickness just doesn't seem to go away? How do we trust God when the child just won't come home? How do we convince our counselees to trust God when there are times in our own lives when we wrestle with trusting God? We sing songs like trust and obey, but there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. But when situations in our lives seem hopeless, if we were to be honest, we lean to our own understanding. And the reason why is because trusting God is an uncomfortable place. I wish I had somebody with me this afternoon. And what I'm challenging you this afternoon is that trusting God means that you've got to trust God for every situation that comes your way. You trust God when the situation is small and needs his tender love and touch, but also you trust God for those situations that are rock bottom, that are hopeless, that are dead, that are buried, that are stinking, that the God we serve is able to bring about resurrection. Now, in this text, real quick, and I'm just going to give you a couple of points and we'll get out your way when we get to prayer. But in our text, there's this, there's this ambiguity between doubt and trust. On one level, we find the text teaching us about God's power over death. But if you take the elevator to the basement, there's this battle, this tension, this wrestling match between doubt and trust. There's this uncomfortable interplay. On one side, you got Jesus who is perfectly confident, perfectly sufficient, perfectly able to deal with the crisis. But on the other hand, you've got numerous people doubting who he says he is and doubting that he can do what he says that he can do. And some of us that are on this prayer line today must admit that we're in that other corner. I mean, we love God. We love church. We come to church. We pay our tithes. We serve. We counsel. But behind the scenes, there are times when we're wrestling with doubt. I doubt that I will ever come out of this storm. I doubt that I will ever make it through this COVID-19. I doubt that my kids will ever come back. I doubt that I will ever recover financially. I doubt even issues that go on with my church. I doubt. I want to trust God, but doubt takes up a space and is a squatter in my mind. A song we used to sing in our tradition that I kind of remembered when I was talking, looking at this was a song that said, the problem that I had, I just couldn't seem to solve. I tried and I tried, but I kept getting deeper involved. But then the song said, so I turned it over to Jesus. I stopped worrying about it. I turned it over to the Lord 
and he worked it out. And the response came back in the song, didn't he work it out? And I would submit to you that we, too, as counselors and therapists and preachers and deacons and leaders, we wrestle with this place called doubt. And we must wrestle because the thing is that when God puts us in certain situations, his love is not a pampering love, only it's a perfecting love. God is working in you. God is working on you. And sometimes because he loves you, he puts you in the furnace. Because he loves you, he removes the crutch that you're leaning on. Because he loves you, he takes you down the valley of the shadow of death. Because his love is not just designed to pamper you. His love is trying to perfect you. And the doubts come your way. The doubts come because God is taking you on a journey called perfecting. God is moving you from where you were to where you are. That's why Paul said, he who began a good work in us will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Paul said, faithful is he who called you who will also do it. The fact of the matter is there will be some doubts in the journey. There will be some concerns. But remember that we are on our way. He is not finished working on you. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with your therapy. Be patient with your therapist. Be patient with your counselees because you cannot judge anyone too hard because we're under construction and the pain is still wet. And the fact of the matter is we're going to come forth as pure gold. The reality is through your own test, a better version of you is emerging from the rubble. A better person is coming out, more in touch with your inner person, one who has more peace than ever before, one who is stronger, wiser, and better. Someone is greater is coming out of this because his love was not simply a pampering love. His love was a professional love. And I say to you today, therapists, my friends, my brothers and sisters, God can handle your doubts because he is perfecting you. Mm. When you come through this, you're going to be able to look back and wonder how you made it over. And you'll be able to say, in the middle of it, I shall come forth as pure gold. Can we pray, saints, and talk to him and Let's wrestle with our doubts. Let's wrestle with this thing called doubt, this, these places of our lives. I'm doubting whether I'll make it through this storm. I'm doubting whether I'll heal from this sickness. I'm doubting um, whether I'll pass this exam. But God is totally sufficient, totally able, totally powerful, all-powerful, and able to handle whatever situation we're coming against. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, we pause today to celebrate your goodness on this Wednesday, this hump day. We come before you, Lord God, and recognize who you are, that you are still the often finisher of our faith, that you are the great physician, that you're the doctor that never lost the patient. And God, right now, before we go any further with requests, we come to say thank you because you have kept us. Through danger seen and unseen, you put a hedge of protection around us, our family, our children, our job life, our relationships, and that, God, we say thank you. Thank you, God, for your healing. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your watch over our lives that's made it possible for us to exist so that today we can boldly say it's in you that we live, move, and have our being. 
We, we can rejoice today and say that if it had not been for you who were on our side, where would we be? So we honor you, Lord, and we bless your name. Now, God, cleanse us even from those dark places and hurts. You know, it's very difficult for us to not only want to heal other people, but, God, we need your healing in our own life. We need you to continue to minister to us, perfect us, because we, mu- we must be honest, Lord, we have our doubts. We have our fears. We have our anxieties. But, God, we come today knowing that you said that we should throw them at you, cast all of our cares on you because you care for us. And so, God, we, we just want to give you those doubts and those places of hurt in our own lives and ask, God, that you would do what only you can do, God, heal, direct, save, deliver, minister, meet us at the point of our need. Build us up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Take us from glory to glory. Perfect what is lacking in us so that we would be the better therapists, so that we would be the better leaders, so that we would be stronger than the storms we face. God, I'm praying for somebody on this, on this call right now who's personally dealing with their own rock-bottom situation. God, you can bring forth a resurrection in their life like no one else can. Even the things that are stinking, things that are decomposing in their life, things that are falling apart, God, we praise your name because we know that you are the resurrection and the life. So in the life of someone on this call, we're praying, God, for a supernatural move today, Lord God, that would infuse them with encouragement, with your love, with your comfort, with your power, and your grace. Someone needs grace to handle their schedule. Someone needs grace to handle job life. Someone needs your grace to handle children's and family life. Someone needs grace to deal with emotional burdens. Sometimes we're ministering to people, and yet we need you to minister to us about things like depression, things like anger, things like anxiety, things like bondage. God, have your way. You are the potter. We are the clay. Mold us. We are on the canvas today, Lord, and we're asking that you would take your word and let your word be in us, Lord. Hallelujah. Let your word be like fire. Let your people be like wood. Consume us, Lord God. We're at a different place right now. We're at a unique place in our life. We're at a unique place in our journey. It doesn't seem like we're going to make it. It seems like the devil has seemed like he's getting the last laugh, but we stand today confident knowing that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So we stand on your word, Lord. We stand on your promises. We stand on the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. We stand on the confidence that we have not in ourselves, not in our own righteousness, not in our own ability, but we stand on the confidence of the righteousness of Christ Jesus the rock. Hallelujah. Mm. And we thank you for God. We thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to wait for the battles to be over, for we can shout right now. We can praise you right now. We lift you up, Lord God, for deliverance, for mercy, for pardon. Mm. Move in a special way, Lord. We'll be ever so careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. 
For it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray with thanksgiving. Our hearts say amen, amen. and amen. 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 We thank you so much. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Wise, for that uh, word of encouragement about trust. And we all definitely can relate to it because we always are in a constant battle, just like you explained about doubt versus trust. Some areas in our lives, we, 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 we pretty much do okay. We, we, we trust the Lord in it. But if we're honest and if we're being sincere uh, right now and even to the Lord, there are some other areas where doubt does creep in and it becomes very uncomfortable. But just like you had just reminded us, that at the end of the day, we always need to remind, remember who it is that we're worshiping. Remember who, mm. what he's able to do and who he is. And so even mm. as we prepare to go throughout the rest of this week, I challenge each and every one of you to continue to trust the Lord with all your heart, mm. as he said earlier, and don't lean to your own understanding. You know, sometimes we, we do lean to our own understanding. We got, we got all the, the accolades, the degrees, and you know, we got the book knowledge, and sometimes we depend upon that. But sometimes God wants us to lean upon him, lean upon his understanding about him. And then the Bible says, in all, in all our ways, he will, I mean, in, in all ways, acknowledge him, and then he would be the director of our path. He would be, he would chart the way from us. So thank you again, Dr. Wise, for that word of encouragement, that reminder. And I just want to remind everyone else that, through, um, that we are here each and every Wednesday just for these words of encouragement. We're here to encourage you. We're here to encourage somebody else. You can invite another, fan, another friend to tune in. And we also want to remind you about the website, cliniciansprey.org. Um, you can always tune in there. There's various things that, come on, that, that, that are going on with this um, organization. So thank you again. God bless each and every one of you, and have a blessed rest of the week. Amen. God bless you, everybody. God bless you. Amen. Blessings.